The National Blowout League is in full effect. The Thunder are up 133-73 to 73 on the Blazers right now. If only we knew Five. the team that was going to blow the other team out. I mean, right? yeah. That, well, you know what? There is somebody that thought they would cover themselves and be more than comfortable throwing $750. I saw this on Twitter. $750 on the Celtics plus 24.5 at minus 4,500. They didn't cover. He lost $750 to win $16, and they lost by 33. People that put that much money on a stupid spread with horrible odds like that, a terrible price to make a tiny little bit of money, deserve to lose every single time. It's just the worst decision ever. The Blazers are currently 55.5-point dogs over at BetMGM. I've never seen it. What was the largest spread in an NBA game you've ever seen? Is it that? Like pre-flop? No, that. Oh, like live. in-game? Yeah. I think this is it. That's, I don't... 55 I'm, and a half. That's, Remember two years ago when I told you guys to... 57 uh, and a half now. It just changed it again. To take now's a team against... Uh, I remember it was against the Wizards, and Josh Hart was still on the Blazers at this point. And I'd been taking the Blazers, uh, or whoever played the Blazers against the spread every single quarter. Whatever the number was, I'm going to continue to play it. They won't cover numbers. They're horrible. And then I put, like, this was when I was doing the whole, like, let me play more than my normal unit when I feel really confident, which yeah. is maybe the worst decision that you could possibly do in an NBA setting. And I put like 10 units on the Wizards to, remember, don't bet on the Wizards. Don't bet on the Wizards. To cover against the Blazers. And I think the number was like, I don't know, 15 and a half. And Josh Hart, I think, had a career high. And I think he had 47. And they beat the Wizards straight up. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. That was oh. like, man. I, I've never had good luck though betting the Wizards or on the or against the Wizards. Forty-four yes. points! Wow! Literally March thirteenth, twenty twenty-two. Josh Hart career forty-four points with the Wizards. What a memory! One time I bet against it's, a team. I don't even remember who it was in the bubble. Lost and a Austin, lot of money. Austin Reeves dropped like forty against me. That's when I was like, all right, I'm done. That was when I was still <laughs> betting with the with your stuff, Ryan. Oh yeah. Horvat.org. Horvat.org. When it's like you. Horvatsportsbook.org. You owe Jose Posada, Jorge Posada, $700. Great catcher. Speaking (laughs) of Jorge Posada, how about Marcus Stroman to the Yanks? Your uncle. Two year deal. That's always a great pickup for June and July. Mm -hmm. Now, no expectations in August. I uh, I don't hate that for the Yanks, though. I was actually a little bit surprised to see. And it could always, like, they can move them. Um, by the deadline, but the Brewers are bringing back Corbin Burns. Wow. I thought Corbin Burns was going to be a Yankee. I still think Corbin Burns, by uh, midway point, will be a Yankee. Because, I mean, you can't go into the season with... Well, like, okay, so you got Garrett Cole's your number one. Stroman's your number two. How do you feel about the Yanks this year after bringing in Juan Soto? Desperate. I mean, not good. I think it's... You know how you're like, I know what your type is. You know those guys that always date girls with, like... What do they call them? Plus twos, like mm-hmm. bad ones with fake tans and like blonde, fake blonde hair. Yeah, they're just like very orange. glitzy. Yeah, glitzy, mm-hmm. glamoury, lots of makeup, contouring. Mm-hmm. It's like that's the kind of girl you like. That's like the Yankees. The Yankees go after a girl or a player that's flashy, splashy, maybe at some point was meaningful to some team in a smaller market, and they overpay or they try to go on the cheap for role players. And it doesn't work out, either because they mentally can't handle it, uh, because they're physically no longer there, and there's holes in the roster, and then you've got, like, boomer bust situations. Like, the run differential was terrible. 
I think their on-base percentage for the last few years has been relatively awful. I want to say, like, worst in the league. Yeah. So that's the Yankees for you, and I don't think Juan Soto fixes that. Uh, and I certainly don't think that Marcus Stroman fixes that. I don't hate the rotation as much as I did last year, though. So it'll right. be Garrett Cole. It'll be And, and you got to remember Carlos Rodon, obviously, who got hurt last year. Nestor Cortez, Clark Schmidt. Is Rodon ever going to be back to himself? I mean, that's the big question right there. And Didn't I don't he have love, an elbow issue? Yeah, and I don't love yeah. the bullpen. Clay Holmes. Clay Holmes is a disaster. Ian Hamilton, Victor Gonzalez. So we'll see. I, I think they got to add a couple arms, but yeah. It's I just, like I like cheering against the Yanks anyway. Yeah, so same. many so many teams last year. I mean, I understand that we saw the Rangers do what they did. They spent a lot of money, but so many of those teams spending big money, early playoff exits, missing the playoffs. Just I, I look, I understand that you still give yourself a chance and like in New York you can't rebuild. Like you just really can't if you're the Yankees. Well the Mets no, you can get away with have. it because yeah. everybody expects the Mets to lose. Yeah. But if you're the Yankees, you just you can't rebuild. It doesn't work that way. But man, if you screw up or it doesn't work with somebody you spend a lot of money on in free agency, you set yourself back. And I know they can keep yeah. spending, as we've seen what the Dodgers were able to do, but the Dodgers could lose in the divisional round again next year. I will <laughs> like say, they always do. I will say, though, that um, Stroman's going to be extra motivated, at least for the first couple months of the season, because that's where he's wanted to be for years. He wanted to be a Yankee. He's always wanted to be a Yankee. Yeah, but what about the media? He's mentally weak, yeah. I'm sorry to say. Yeah, not a, he, not a fan of that. He'll, he'll be go, he hasn't been on social media since, like, July, which is probably a good thing. Probably yeah. a good thing. Remember yeah. he went out and yeah. was, like, calling everybody racist? Yeah, he fired my aunt and, like, half my family. Oh, he fired her? <laughs> yeah. Oh. When? Yeah. Um, like, August, I think? No! Yeah, after I didn't he got know that. hurt. Yeah. That's yeah. terrible. Yeah, so she opened up her own restaurant. That's what I was talking about. Oh, so that's the restaurant that she opened up. I thought you had another entrepreneurial. No. Is aunt. the restaurant called Not Strowman's or F Strowman's? <laughs> no, she still likes them. They still get along. It wasn't like he fired her, but he was like, yeah, I don't really need a personal chef living with me anymore. Hmm. So. Yeah, so now I could cheer against him and tweet things like, oh, that's a good pickup for June and July. <laughs> Two years ago? No, no. He was. He was. Yeah, we were considering him. He was keeping us in Gucci, so I had to be nice. Now, (laughs) screw him. We need a new baseball player. Justin Steele, you like chicken tenders, bud? What about out here? Get some gnats, you know? I can't name three of them. That's the problem. Probably. probably, Yes, there's not. I am more excited, though, about the gnats than I am the Mets. I'm not going to lie to you. Hey, they were actually kind of fun the they second were. half of the season. The They're Nats. a fun, scrappy team. It's going to take a couple years, though, to really still get that. I mean, Mike Rizzo is doing the same thing for the Nationals now that he did last time. And it's build up that, that just that core of youth yep. and hope that it hits. But I you like C.J. Abrams a lot. Mm-hmm. Me too. Me Victor too. Robles, I like a lot. Noah, like Gray, Noah Gray yep. was you know one of their bigger pickups and with the trade with the Dodgers when they sent Scherzer and Trey Turner out there. Yeah. Or Josiah, that's what I said. What did I say? Josiah Gray. What did I say? Noah Gray? Noah. Jeez, I got football on my Kansas mind. City. Chief. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's, it's wacky wild card wild weekend. Wacky dude. wild card super weekend. I got to say. Or the other pitch. No, it's McKenzie. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 right? I, <laughs> I also have to read this out loud right now. Sorry, ADD kicking in. But some major steam on Dabo Sweeney in the past few hours. This yes. tweet. To Alabama. Bet online. Yeah. So, Kalen DeBoer is now minus 200 to become Alabama's next head coach. Sark 4-1. to Lane 5-1. to Mike Norvell 10-1. to Dabo even money. I think it's going to be Dabo. I think it's going to be Dabo too because but here's the thing. Is that a good choice? No. And right. well, he's gonna never going to adjust. He's not going to yeah. he doesn't like NIL. He doesn't like the transfer These players portal. are going to transfer immediately. The Alabama fans, I mean they're already they're like anybody but Dabo. Did you see them they're outside yeah. of the stadium chanting anybody but Dabo and or I agree. something like and that. And I need if anybody out there has any inside information, please DM me. I will Venmo you who punched Dabo in the face. I need to know and I need to congratulate and then 
Maybe yeah. Meet this person. But he wants out he of the ACC. He definitely got stuck in the face. He though. wants out of the ACC. It felt it feels like his time at Clemson is starting to just dwindle. You know what I mean? It, the magic's gone there. It's not what it was when he had Trevor Lawrence and Deshaun Watson. It doesn't feel like the same program anymore. Florida State's going to do everything they can to get out of the ACC. So I bet you if you're Dabo, he's pushing hard for this. And that's really what they need. They need somebody that's going to come in and push hard for this job and want it, knowing that you're going to always be in the shadow of Nick Saban. And you know what? Dabo may only be there for a few years. And then somebody comes in, swoops in as the hero to rescue them from Dabo, who couldn't live up to Nick Saban's expectations, because that's all he's ever going to hear is, well, Nick did it this way, and Saban did it this way, and we got to do it this way, and he wants to do it his way. It's not going to work if it's Dabo Sweeney. I agree. I'd, I would do anything for Kalen DeBoer if I was an Alabama uh, backer AD booster. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and now would be the time for Kalen DeBoer to move on. I mean, Sark has Ewers and that team coming back. Dan Lanning had a hell of a squad coming back. Even Lane Kiffin. I mean, Ole Miss is 11-1 to to win the national title. Where with Kalen DeBoer, the reason Washington was so good this year is you had the uh, COVID super seniors. All those guys are gone. You lose all those NFL mm-hmm. wide receivers and you lose Michael Penix. I would just move on right now. And um, I think he'd be great there. I, I really agree. Do. do you think that SEC fan base, given that really Kalen DeBoer has only been in the spotlight for them, you know, obviously the Pac-12, we've known his name uh, since he got there, but it feels like the SEC is their own little bubble. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they'd be cool with it and everybody would be fine with it just because it's not Dabo. Right. Like, nobody wants Dabo. They don't even really want him at Clemson right now. I mean, that's Not why Tyler I almost feel like if you're Alabama, it's better to do that, knowing he's like the sacrificial lamb that won't last as long. Because nobody's going to live up to Nick Saban's expectations. I, I really think that there is Alabama takes a step back for a few years. Yeah, and the SEC is really going to be completely different now. Yeah, you, you have know, Texas, Texas and you have Oklahoma. Oklahoma coming over. Yeah, yeah. It I, may be a rough stretch for Alabama fans over the next few years. I just texted Peach. How much... On a scale of 1 to 10, do you not want Dabo? I think he kind of wants Dabo. And he goes, no, I want DeBoer. Yeah, I was going to say, oh, yeah. yeah, well, he wants DeBoer. Of course. But yeah, I, I, he said a good amount, do not want him. When Tommy Reese's name's getting brought up, I feel like that's just the worst-case scenario right there. Mm-hmm. As much as I would hate Dabo as my head coach, anything over Tommy Reese. I'm not even sure that Tommy Reese is a very good yeah. play caller. I just, listen, this may be a wake-up call for that program, realizing that they're not just going to be able to pull anybody they want. And it's not that it's not a good program, it's that... Going in and following Nick Saban is really, really a difficult task. Somebody's got to either be like Dion and just not give a damn, or you know, it's going to be somebody that this is like this is a step up for them. Give me and that. if it doesn't work, oh well, I got to coach at Alabama. I would kill to see Dion go there. Oh, I, I think he would actually do pretty good as long as he would surround himself with smart football people. Which you know, I mean, you can't replace your play caller like Week Nine. You can't be like Sean Lewis. You're not calling plays anymore. And yeah. then the offense scores two touchdowns the next two weeks, but. Dion can recruit with the best of them. I mean, he flipped Travis Hunter, and Travis mm-hmm. Hunter, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, And you probably get Shador. You definitely get Shador, too, and I'll take Shador over Jalen Milrow any single day. Dion would be an excellent hire there. Yeah, no chance that they do that, though. And that's even Too much happening. racism. Like, and I don't even think, to be honest. I don't even think, I don't even think like, Lane, because I think Saban's going to have some say in this hire, obviously. And the way that he runs his program, it's like Bill Belichick. It's military-like. And I just can't see, like, an, like an, I almost said an organization. That's pretty much what college football is. But yeah. I can't see a program going program. from program. Nick Saban to Lane Kiffin. You know, Lane Kiffin reminds me of the dude in summer school, like Mark Harmon. Yeah. Kind of. You know what I mean? Like, he he's shows not up a in, like, a Hawaiian shirt. His girlfriend's, like, 26 years old. <laughs> yeah. And he's matured a lot, don't get me wrong. Yeah, and remember they kicked him off. They, like, left him off oh, the bus. Left they just left yeah. him there. Yeah. Also, um, about Norvell, so it looks like the NCAA is going to – 
levy some unprecedented penalties for NIL-related violations by Florida State, including not only a three-game suspension for one of these assistant coaches, which does not matter, but there's some sort of disassociation from this booster collective and a booster. So I don't think it's meaningful, but like if if Norvell is yeah. uncomfortable by the NCAA breathing down his neck, maybe he wants to go to a program that is yeah. uh, completely absolved from any guilt ever from the NCAA in Alabama. And let's also not forget that he was just the head coach, is the head coach of a program that just went 12-0 and 0 and still yeah. didn't make it to the yeah, college exactly. football playoff, right? The disrespect is going to be crazy. Yeah, and Which, they can't get out of the ACC And that's they, the thing. They, yeah. You notice they were really pushing hard yeah. to get out of the ACC after everything that happened with the college football playoff. Yeah, yeah. See, I actually like Mike Norvell. I, I tweeted Peach about or tweeted. I texted him, and he said he thinks he'd be out after three years. Well, wow. I think whoever f- comes after Saban, regardless of whether they win a national championship or not, will be out in three years. Yes. Um, it will be a short-lived job for whoever is going no to be there next. Unless you go matter. undefeated and you stomp out every single other opponent. Because you basically have to exceed Nick Saban expectations because you'll be compared to, no matter what, yeah. what Nick Saban did. It's got to be glaringly obvious that you had an even better season than last year was. Yeah. And if you come in the first year and there's any sense of struggle and maybe a couple guys have transferred and the talent pools dwindled just a little bit, and I know it's Alabama, so the talent's always going to be deep, but that could be a team that loses three games next year. Oh, man. Coming off of what Saban did now, and then you're going to lose three games, let's say? Yeah. They'll eat you alive. Oh, eat man. you alive in Tuscaloosa. They were calling for Saban's head on yes! the Paul Feinbaum show yeah. during like a 10-2 and two season. What do you think they're going to do to Kalen DeBoer if he goes 9-3 and three or 8-4 and four in a brand new SEC? I really thought Dan Lanning was going to take the job. It would have made perfect sense. I know why he didn't, though. Like, Oregon is built to win right now. You have Dylan Gabriel coming over. You have Dante Moore as his backup. And then an hour ago, they just flipped Texas A&M transfer Evan Stewart, who I think is one of the better wide receivers in the country. And Dan Lanning is so damn good at recruiting Mm -hmm. and the transfer portal. Like, that's what that video was. What a perfect video. Hey, I'm not leaving. You worried about your coach leaving, even though I was probably considering leaving? Come here. And... uh, you know, 22 hours later, they get one of the better wide receiver transfers. So. It's 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 free it's agency it. without a salary cap in college football now. And it's evened out the playing field. It's allowed for a lot more parity. And it takes some of these premier jobs. And it doesn't, it doesn't take away the history or the luster or what they've been able to accomplish as a program for yeah. so many years. But in reality, going to Alabama isn't the end-all, be-all anymore. Coaching at Oregon is a great job now. And in the past, Dan Lanning... Had this been five years ago, probably leaving and going to Alabama. Not now. No, sir. I mean, I think we're going to clean up, get a lot of transfers. Mm -hmm. Maybe some from Alabama, honestly. There's, I'm sure, I'm sure Georgia is ready to poach. Texas is ready to poach. Oklahoma's ready. Whoever. They're all ready to go in there, and they're ready to poach anybody they can from Alabama right now. They already lost one stud wide receiver. Yep. Um, So, yeah, it's going to be interesting, man. I still can't believe Nick Saban retired just out of the blue like that. Plies loves the Dan Lanning decision to stay. That's good. The rapper? Yeah. Busted, baby. I haven't heard from Plies in forever. (laughs) It's BetMGM tonight.